I titled this Just Start. And so uh, one thing as I was studying, um, which a lot of this is coming from the uh, book I wrote last year, um, Stand Before Kings for um, creatives. And now don't log off if you're not, if you say like, I'm not a creative or this isn't for me or anything like that, because everybody's going to get something from this, I promise, because it's the word, it's the word of God. He'll make it real to you. And so one thing that I, I felt to talk about this morning was um, just start, you know, just whatever God told you to do, just start. Doesn't matter. Uh, you know, we talked uh, yesterday, my husband was talking about, it doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter if you feel like you've missed it. It doesn't matter. None of those things matter. What matters is doing what God's called you to do and starting. And my scripture for that is Ecclesiastes 11 verse 4 says farmers who wait for perfect weather. See, I told y'all I was going to tie this in. Farmers who wait for perfect weather never plant. If they watch every cloud, they never harvest. So it says farmers who wait for perfect weather never plant. What is that? That's waiting for perfect conditions. And that's a, that's a word. That's a message right there. Waiting for perfect conditions. Farmers who wait for perfect weather will never plant. They'll never start. They'll never do what it is they, they are supposed to be doing. And if they wait for, if they watch every cloud, they watch every little thing, they'll never harvest. So that's why it's so important to just start. Just start, you know, uh, and that's what holds a lot of people back. You, They wait for perfect conditions. Well, I don't want to start a business. Have you seen the economy? Have you seen what this world looks like? Have you seen uh, what the market looks like? Have you seen what uh, so-and-so is doing? Have you seen, you know, people waiting for perfect conditions, well, they never start. They just never start. But there's no such thing as the perfect conditions. There's no such thing as, as perfect condition because why there will always be something inconvenient because it and and it's and it's I don't even want to say it's an attack from the enemy because it's just there will always be something inconvenient you know um you look at the situation in the natural there will always be something there that's inconvenient but why you you have to rely on the Lord to come in and help you overcome it you know, uh, something inconvenient might be, you know, you feel led to start a business, but you don't know the first step to uh, legally starting a business. What is that? That's a little inconvenient. You got to figure it out. But people who, who never take the time to figure it out, never start the business, never, never get their license, never uh, whatever it is. And so they say, mm, it wasn't for me. You know, God could be calling them to do great things, start up a, a, a boutique, hair salon, um, a mechanic shop, whatever it is. God p- could be calling you to start a ministry. You know, God could be calling you to start a ministry, but you don't know how to get uh, a 501c3. Or you don't know how to... Um, become legal, whatever. People who, who don't take the time to, to start, people are like, well, I'll just wait, you know, I'll just wait until uh, it's better timing. You know, there's never going to be the perfect time. 
there's never going to be that perfect situation, that perfect time to, to now is the time. You just have to start and just start walking with it. You know, figure things out as you, as you start. And I, and I feel like that, and I was telling my husband, like, I don't feel like small beginnings are talked about enough in a sense of, you know, you see people who've made it, you've seen people who are doing it, you see people who are where you want to be and at the level that you want to be at, but like, you don't, they, you know, you don't see where they started off at. You weren't there when, when they were starting off, when they were figuring things out, when they were learning ways not to do it, (laughs) you know? And so that's why it's, it's important to not look at something and get so discouraged, like, oh, well, I'll never be there or I won't be there and and whatever. And, and just, no, you go with what God's told you to do. You go with uh, the knowledge you have and and expand it. You go, you go with, you know, like when I first, I, I talked about, um, when I first started, uh, in photography, when I first started out in photography, I had no idea what I was doing. I had no idea how to operate a camera in manual mode. (laughs) I had no idea what anything meant. I had no idea. Like I just, I didn't know. So instead of saying like, well, you know, it's not good for me to start like, you know, uh, offering, um, sessions and, and, and videoing weddings and, and all of this stuff, like until I, I can, it's till the time is perfect. You know, I could have said that until the time is perfect until I've, I've learned everything there is to learn about this. I'm not going to start. Well, that would have, I would have never learned because I'm still constantly learning about technology about, I mean, things are always evolving. Things are always like upgrade. You know, you have to expand your knowledge, just like people who work at like Apple, you know, you can get hired at a certain level of knowledge, but you have to keep up with all of the updates, you know, or else you're going to, you're going to look like you have no idea what you're doing. <laughs> like you have to keep evolving. You have to keep, uh, expanding your knowledge. So I started and I filmed like, I filmed weddings before I could even figure out like how my camera truly worked. And that was a lot to do with like what God called me and he like, gave me the wisdom and the knowledge to, to, to get by with that because I don't suggest that to just anybody, but you know, I had, I had enough knowledge about it to, to start. And then I started devoting my time to studying and learning and expanding and interning and doing all of these things that I knew to do in the natural paired with the wisdom that God gave me which is another scripture I wanted to um, read to you. Um, because not only does it say in uh, Hosea, my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. It also says um, in James 1, 5, it says, if anyone longs to be wise, ask God for wisdom and he will give it. He won't see your lack of wisdom as an opportunity to scold you over your failures, and he will overwhelm your failures with his generous grace. So if you ask God, if you long for wisdom in a situation and you ask God, he's not going to to make fun of you because you can't figure it out. He's not going to humiliate you because you don't know what you're doing. 
No, he's going to not only show you, give you the answers, give you the wisdom, but he's also going to um, get over the, that maybe you messed up in, in um, a business or maybe you, you know, you couldn't keep it going or you, you know, whatever the case is, whatever, wherever your shortcoming was, he's going to overwhelm that with his generous grace. He's going to say, you know what? You might not have done it the right way, but let's do it this way. He's going to correct you in love. And he's going to help you expand your territory, expand your knowledge. He's going to give you wisdom. You know, I, and that's why I give all credit to God. You know, not schooling, not uh, education, like none of that. Like, because without God, I wouldn't be where I'm at. I wouldn't know what I know. I wouldn't, um, and still, and still without God, I wouldn't learn the things that I'm learning. Because he's the one that comes in and says, why don't you do it this way? Why don't you, why don't you apply here? Why don't you go there? Why don't you say this? Why don't you know, whatever the case is, you know, I'm talking from a perspective as a creative, but fill in the blank for, for where you're at. Fill in the blank for what it is that you want to be doing that you feel called to do. Because I, I want to talk about this because, um, the last couple of weeks we've been talking about your calling and what it is you're called to do and finding your calling and, and, and pursuing that. And this goes along the same lines of what to do. Okay. Now you know what you're called to do. What's the next step? It's not wait. It's not wait for the perfect weather. I can tell you that because otherwise it just, you won't start, you know, people say all the time, well, I don't know how to write songs. So I'm just not going to write the songs that I feel to write, or I don't know how to write a book, so I'm just not going to do it. Or I don't know how to drive a, uh, a pickup truck, so I'm just not going to do it. I don't know, you know, fill in the blank for, for whatever excuses there might be for waiting for the perfect condition and, and then allow the Lord to take that and just ball it up, <laughs> toss it to the side <laughs> because God, God will use people who want to be used in whatever level they're at. If you're willing, if you're, if you're willing to be used by God, he will use you. He will take you from where you are and expand you, expand your level. He'll, he'll, you know, expand, increase all of these things. Is that what he wants to do? I'm gonna take a sip of my coffee because I get really excited about, if you can't tell, I'm like really um, passionate about this. And whenever I get like that, I just need to wheel it back in for a minute. (laughs) But God wants to use you. And there's a difference between when God says go and when God says, you know, sort things out. When God, when, because I don't want you to think like, oh, Sarah's telling me that you know, even though I have no idea what I'm doing to just, to just start doing it. I want you to get out of the mindset of waiting, you know, sure. There's practical sides of things. Um, if you want to, uh, become a doctor, you can't just walk into a hospital and start operating on somebody. (laughs) You know, you have to go through training. You have to go through schooling. You have to go through procedures. You know, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying, What's holding you back from taking that first step? 
what's holding you back from applying what's holding you back from uh switching that career you know what's holding you back from doing what it is you that god's called you to do you know take the steps in the natural don't wait for oh well, you know next year will just be a better year or um oh you know i'll wait till uh, in five years, it'll be much perfect time. You know, you're not even promised five years. You're not even promised tomorrow. And so, and and so many people who have such potential to do to do great things, they get held back because of that mindset of, well, I'll just wait, or you know, I'll just I'll just do it when when I feel ready. You know, you you're never gonna feel ready. <laughs> like you don't wake up one day and be like, yes, today. I am ready. Today is the day I'm ready. It's it's those small steps that you take in your day-to-day life. You know, you want to become something, you start taking the steps to become it. You want to start something, start taking the steps to start it, you know? And it's okay to to switch positions. Along the way, maybe you find out, you know what? I thought this is what I wanted to do. I thought this is what I was supposed to do. I thought this is what I was called to do. And it turns out it's not. It's okay. That's okay. Make the correction. Don't just say, oh, well, I've already invested this much time into it. So I might as well stick stick it out. You know, don't. It's okay. Make the correction. Allow the Lord to help you. And and get get on track. You know, that happened with me. Uh I've talked about a couple weeks ago, but um, one thing, when I graduated, I thought I was going to become a personal trainer. <laughs> I can't even say it without laughing now. I thought I was going to become a personal trainer. Uh, I thought I was going to be a nutrition coach and personal trainer and help um, train people, which is so the reason why I laugh is because I'm like winded when I walk upstairs now. But um, I used to be, I used to be that. I used to be like the gym rat with the protein shakes and like deadlifting and and all of that. And that's what I thought I was going to do. At that time, I was so passionate about it. I loved lifting weights. I loved uh, helping people. I didn't understand that my love for helping people um, was tied in more with a ministry. I thought I was going to help people through like coaching and training and things like that. So I thought, you know what, this is what I'm going to do. My husband went even like, so I started studying for that. Right. And then, you know, halfway through, uh, studying before exams, I was like, you know what, this isn't for me. And I went to Bible college. My husband actually took it even further and started a personal training business. And see this, we didn't know each other at the time. Um, but which is why I thought it was so funny how the Lord works because, um, that was something that I wanted, uh, someone who had like the same knowledge of like the gym and, and personal training as me for some reason at that time. That's what that, that, uh, that Sarah wanted, but 2017 Sarah <laughs> thought, you know what? My husband, uh, should have personal training <laughs> knowledge. I don't know. But it was funny because my husband uh, even took it further, had personal training company with two locations. Uh, he shares about it in his testimony all the time. And then what? Got saved, 
uh, radically saved, I should say, like touched by God like never before and dropped it all. Said, this isn't what I'm supposed to be doing. And I mean, he was doing great. He had, he had it made in the shade. He was, you know, doing just fine. Doing, you know, money was there. Um, the knowledge was there. The business was good. Could have expanded. Could have hired, you know, people. Like all of this stuff. Dropped it all. Said, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to Bible college. I'm going to drop everything. I'm going to give business away. And I'm just going to go going to go for it. Well, you have to understand that like from a natural perspective, that's, that's, you know, to someone in the natural, that's crazy. Cause it's like, you've come so far. You've like made it, you know, you've, you've done, you've taken all those hard steps to get to where you are and to just drop it all. So some could say that wasn't a perfect condition. Some, he could have said, you know what, I'm going to wait till either the business dies down a little or I'm going to wait till um, I can uh, have someone replace me or I, I'm going to wait. He could have said all those things like I'm going to wait for the perfect condition. Then I'll go and do what I feel God is telling me to do. But he didn't. He said, have it all. And then when he couldn't sell the business, he gave it away. He said, take it all. And so. Every time I hear that testimony, it just reminds me of how willing you need to be when you're unsure of something. Because right now, you know, we're at a different place. We hear from God a lot clearer. But when he had gotten radically touched like he did, you know, he was just doing what he thought in the natural he should do, which is, you know, start a business, make money, um, get by, all of those things. But when you when you hear the voice of God, you have to be willing to change whatever it is he's telling you to change. That could be your atmosphere. That could be your um, residency. That could be your um, your friends, people around you. That could be your your career. That could be your schooling, your study, your anything. I mean, it could be anything that you could start feeling God nudge you and you have to just be willing to, to follow the Lord. You know, just like when the Lord told us to move here. Just like when the Lord told us to move out of Florida. Just like when the Lord, I mean, the Lord will tell you to do things that will seem like an inconvenience in the natural you know, the Lord can tell you to do something where it's just like, you know what, I, now I have to um, switch up my whole thing. I have to switch up my job. I have to uh, move. I have to um, stop, you know, whatever it is. He could be telling you something that's going to require schooling, that's going to require education. He could be telling you something that's going to require serving, being under a ministry. He could tell you to do something that's going to require require effort on your part. And you have to just be willing. You have to be willing. You know, are you willing to give up what it is he wants you to give up? Are you willing to do and and see and and that's why I never say like God won't ask you to give up something you love because God could be telling you something 
and and just to see if you'll if you'll do it if you'll obey to see if he can trust you to see if he can you know get things to you is the same like for us we always told the lord lord whatever like whatever finances come into this ministry we're not going to hold on to them we're not going to just sit on it we're not going to just do nothing with it lord what if you can get it to us you can get it through us we will give when you want us to give we'll we'll bless who you want us to bless we'll we'll do all of these things and so it wasn't just a okay now the lord someone sowed a million dollars into the ministry you know no it started with a hundred dollars then a thousand then ten thousand to see okay are they gonna are they gonna do what it is they said they would do so the lord could be putting something in in front of you to see where you're at to see what okay is she gonna trust me okay is she gonna obey is she gonna do what it is i'm asking her to do is she gonna go is she going to say, is she going to do those types of things? And so that's how we want to, that's how my husband and I decided we're going to live. We're going to live willing to just, you know what, go when he tells us to go. We, and, and we are not letting anything in this, in the natural ever hold us back. We, we've made up our mind. We won't let anything in the natural hold us back. You know, we just bought a house, but if the Lord were to say tomorrow, hey, it's time to <laughs> move away, you know, we're not going to let anything hold us back. If the Lord were, were to say, um, I need you to do this or, or go here or, or give this up, okay, Lord, it's yours. It's not mine. I'm just a steward of it. And when you when you do that, when you live the willing and obedient life that the Bible talks about, you know, he, he'll bless you. It, it's never a burden. Whether you, whatever it is God's called you to, to do or, or blessed you with or anything like that, it's never a burden. It's never just an inconvenience. Sure, there may be obstacles that you have to rely on the Lord to help you understand or but you never, they're never going to, it's never, the enemy's never going to hold you back. Sure, he could send, uh, a, a, try to send a distraction, um, an obstacle, something in the way. But nothing will ever stop you when you make up your mind. Nothing will ever stop you from doing what God's called you to do. When you have that mindset, then it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what it looks like. It doesn't matter who it's, you know, who it is. It doesn't matter what was said. It doesn't matter. When you have that mindset, I'm not letting anything stop me. That's the way. That that kind of mind why? Because not everyone not everyone has that mindset. Not everyone is willing to live like that. Not everyone is comfortable with that. Because it can be uncomfortable. You know, God could be calling you into a a, a greater level of boldness. To, to a greater level of, of winning souls, um, a greater level of witnessing to people. That's uncomfortable. That's uncomfortable. No matter, And it doesn't matter if you're uh, extremely introverted or extremely extroverted. When God calls you to do things that involve growth, it can be uncomfortable. 
But that's not to say I'm never going to do it because it, 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 I'm uncomfortable with that. Or I'm, I don't feel like I have the knowledge to do that or the skill set to do that or the anointing to do that. But when God calls you to do it, he equips you. He equips you with, with the grace to do it. He equips you with um, the people around you to come and help lift up your hands and support you. You know, you know those people that God's put in your life that will support you, will encourage you, will lift you up in the things of God, um, you know, will pray for you. Those kind of people, God calls around you to help you do what he's called you to do. And those kind of people are important to have in your life. So I just want to encourage you with that today. I was going to say it was going to be a quick broadcast, but we've been here for 40 minutes. So it was, not, it was like, am I reading that right? But I wanted to let, I just want to encourage you today that if God's called you to do it, he'll help you get through it. Amen. Oh, look at that. If he's called you to do it, he'll help you get through it. Hmm? My next poetry book coming out, 2022. <laughs> but no, really, if, God call, if God's told you to do something, whether it's to give up something or to start something or to switch something out, switch something up, whatever it is he's called you to do, he's going to help you. He's going to grace you. He's going to grace you. He's going to, uh, and, and when you take that first step, like it says, you know, for, uh, farmers who wait for perfect weather never plant. When you take that first step, like, okay, I'm not going to look at what the natural looks like. I'm just going to do what God's called me to do. He's going to anoint you and grace you and help you get through any obstacle that might pop up. He's going to, it doesn't matter what the world looks like. It doesn't matter. Um, it, it doesn't, the natural doesn't matter when the supernatural is involved. Amen. Natural things no longer matter when the supernatural is involved. When God is involved, when his power is involved, things in the natural doesn't matter. You might be thinking like, well, how am I going to support myself? Well, how am I going to, um, and whatever it is, how am I going to, to learn the legal side of things? How am I going to learn the, the skill? How am I going to uh, tell, my, tell my family that this is what I'm going to do? I'm going into ministry, whatever. You know, God will equip you and he will help you. And that's why it's so important to remember that. You know, just like it said, we read in James. I'm going to read it again because I was so blessed. James 1.5 says, And if anyone longs to be wise, ask God for wisdom, and he will give it. He won't see your lack of wisdom as an opportunity to scold you over your failures, but he will overwhelm your failures with generous grace. If you lack wisdom, God will give you wisdom. If you lack understanding, God will give you understanding. If you lack peace, God will give you peace. If you lack boldness, God will give you boldness. All of these things are readily available to anybody who wants them. It's just a matter of tapping in. It's just a matter of asking him. It's just a matter of seeking him. 
Amen. So don't don't count yourself out because you don't know uh, you don't have knowledge or wisdom or understanding. Don't count yourself out. That doesn't matter. God can help you. God can equip you. If you ask him. So, Father, I thank you right now for everybody who's watching and listening. Father, I thank you that you've anointed them. You've called them. Lord, that you have a special calling over their life, Father. And I thank you, Father, that you reveal more of it to them even now, God. Even today, Father. And whatever obstacle it is that they uh, might have to face, Father, that you remind them that you're close. Father, that you are going to help. Father, that you are readily available when we call on you, Father. And I thank you, Father, that you give everyone wisdom and guidance when they operate in their calling. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So that's been Valor Hour with Sarah. I thank you so much for, oh, my husband's on. Uh, thank you so much for joining me this Wednesday. This was just on my heart to share as we uh, continue on in the calling um, series. I guess we could say, uh, what, you know, finding what God's called you to do, uh, doing what God's called you to do, all of these things. And, and, you know, starting is, is one of them, not waiting, not waiting for something to be perfect, not waiting for the most convenience, but just starting, just doing what it is God has called you to do. Amen. Amen. I want to say thank you so much for joining. Um, if you would like to stand with us, and, and team up with us, um, you can go to mjvministries.com and find out how to do that there. Uh, if you'd like to uh, partner with us, you can go to mjvministries.com and click on give. If you'd like to um, team up with us uh, as we are winning souls and preaching the gospel. Words of comfort. Amen. Amen. This is, what I, this is just what I felt the Lord... Um, lead me to speak on today. And so, and if that, and if that, um, ministered to you also, this was, uh, a lot of this teaching was straight out of, uh, my book from, that I just wrote last year, uh, was released. I've, I keep wanting to say this year, but it was actually last year, uh, Stand Before Kings. Um, it talks about how creatives get promoted in the kingdom of God, but a lot of that scripture was from uh, the Bible, but that I'd read is in this book talking about how you could pray for wisdom, talking about how you could work in excellence, talking about all those things. So even though it's um, for creatives, I really truly believe because it's the word of God, it'll bless you and minister to you because it has scripture in there and God can use scripture. I mean, it's, it's incredible how it's, the Bible is just so alive you know, you could read something a thousand times and then a thousand and one, you just start weeping because it just touches you different. Like it's, it's amazing. So, uh, this has lots of scriptures you can stand on inside of this, um, different points of doing things in excellence, staying humble, uh, your confession, um, why it's important to, uh, stay organized. I mean, everything you need found in, in first foremost, the word of God. But if you're looking for key scriptures, stand before kings, um, which you can go to mjvministries.com uh, and click on thank you to find out how you can get that.
in your hands. And actually anyone who, uh, I'll do this. Anyone who sews today, um, anyone who sews today and wants this book, I'll send it to you because I'm getting in a new shipment. So I'm going to restock anybody who, who wants to stand with us and help us feed kids and, and minister the gospel, win souls, team up with us. I'm going to send you that as our way of saying thank you. So you can go to mjvministries.com and click on thank you to find out more about that. So we love you. I really feel like this. I really feel like I've just been here five minutes. I'm really surprised it's been 45 minutes. Like my parents all the time talk about how time goes so slow and that's what they confess and that's their confession. But I'm going to tell you right now, that was something. But I hope that blessed you. I hope you got something from this. And um, until Friday, we'll see you Friday. My husband and I will be back on. Until then, from our studio to your home, be blessed. We love you. And we will see you on Friday. If you'd like to stand with us as we preach the gospel and go after souls, you can do so by going to mjvministries.com and clicking Give Now. You can also connect with us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Just search MJV Ministries and subscribe. Thanks for listening.